All right. Welcome back to Food and Franklin. Welcome. Uh, this is our sixth episode, seventh? Could be the sixth episode, possibly. Or I think it's lucky number six. Lucky number six. In in some cultures, that's a, considered a lucky number. We actually started another episode, and we had to put it on pause because of a surprise we, we can't reveal. Yeah, we have a half an episode recorded that one day will come out, but not today. Not today, or this tomorrow. Is, this is a fresh slate, so to speak. Yeah, this is a brand new one. Um, so yeah, so I think this week we're going to talk about three different things. They're not exclusively restaurants. Some are sort of... We're, ex- we're expanding a little bit. Not not expanding, just, uh, you know, we're still in the same ballpark, but... We're still on the but, same street. It's all right. food-related discussion on exactly. Franklin Avenue. And as we've, as we've said many times, this is a not a political podcast no and so the you know if whether or not there's a cloud of darkness hanging over our na- our nation our right. city our or over franklin avenue mm-hmm. um not relevant to our discussion today it has nothing to do with it right nothing to do with it yeah so uh go ahead why don't you introduce the first topic of the first discussion. topic we're talking about is a relatively new addition to franklin it's a, uh, a sort of a specialty shop, I'd say. It's not. It's not very really big. It's. It's not even. It's, it's barely even a restaurant. A really. hole in the wall. It's a hole in the wall. Yeah. yeah. It's a hot dog place called right. Reservoir Dogs. You know the the, the Quentin Tarantino movie. Is that what it's called? If you were being honest, would you say you looked that up within five minutes of the beginning of this podcast? No, I remember that because I remember uh, oh. several months ago, maybe even close to a year ago now, walking past it as it was. They like you know the yeah. under construction. Yeah, I saw the door and I saw it was a new place. And I saw it was Reservoir Dogs. I yeah. I was like, oh, that's a so-so pun named restaurant. You know, right? it has sort of a mural inside, a sort of a, a urban New York City look. It's like a subway. I'm trying. I actually don't remember exactly what it is. I don't it's been a while either. since I've been there. Uh, well, as I was telling you before the show, we were kind of comparing notes and what we we're going to talk about. I've only really been there once while purely sober. And it was a yeah. little bit sort of a bleak scene. I've, and I've walked past it a few times, but it's, it's specialty is they're right across the street from the, a bar called the Crown Inn, which mm-hmm. I guess they make a lot of their money from people stumbling out of the bar and being like, oh, there's a hot dog place. Maybe it's a hot dog. Right. Do you consider that predatory behavior? It is a little bit predatory because no one, no one in, in their right mind at 1230 thinks I want to go eat a big, you know, chili cheese dog right. and have 600 calories and right. then go to bed and wake up and have, you know, weird crumbs on me and would say, what did I do? Yeah. They're taking advantage of people like you, essentially. It's yeah, I'm the primary target. Yeah. Business model. I, I only ate there once, and this was also quite a few months ago. I feel like the inside is maybe painted like a subway car, or I could be wrong about this. I don't want I don't want the owner of the business to contact us and, and, and fact check me on this, because... That happened to us once. We... Yeah. I mean, memory is unreliable. It's like, you know, what's yeah. a dream, what's reality... Yeah, so don't. If you have questions about what the inside of the store looks like, don't. Yeah. Don't ask us. I guess. Yeah, just go drop by. Go know? drop by. Get a hot dog. Get a hot dog. But I'm curious. You've you don't eat meat. You're a vegetarian. You yes. eat fish on occasion, but you don't eat. That's right. Any of the living creatures. That's so right. what was what was the vegetarian hot dog there like, and what what sort of toppings did you get? Uh, to, okay, to the best of my recollection, um, it was decent, right? If you were giving hot dogs a rating of one, two, or three, mm-hmm. I give it a two. A two. Sort of your like your, a hard two or a soft two, you know, a a a, a solid two, okay, but not a superlative three. Okay, it's not a three. Um, I remember it was pretty good. I think that the veggie dog was a little soft. Uh, uh, what was the last real hot dog you had? 
I don't know. I don't recall off the top of my head. You know, I've been a vegetarian for a, a long time now. Mm-hmm. And uh, every once in a while I'll cheat, but I don't talk about that. Right. So, you know, let's just say it's been a long time. It's been probably. a long time. So yeah. I was curious to see how a veggie dog compares. Like, what's a good yeah. veggie dog and how that compares like a real hot dog? The longer like... you go without eating meat, the more veggie dogs and veggie burgers are fine. They're, yeah. They taste fine. I mean, I, I eat meat and I think veggie burgers are good. Yeah. I will often order them at a place or get, you know, book a burger. Burgers are very well done. I used to think veggie dogs were kind of bland. You know, I remember like, I actually remember the first time I had a, a tofu dog and I thought that it tastes like if you had squeezed a hot dog bun really tight and mm-hmm. put it inside another hot dog bun and ate it. That's what That it sounds was. bad. It so that, that, so that was like a one. And this is, right, this that is, was this a is, one. This is a solid, this like is a 50% two. better, yeah. yeah. What, what topping did you get on it? Uh, you know, I think it had mustard and uh, some onions and probably some ketchup. It's hard to say off the top of my head, but I, right. I remember it had a number of different uh, toppings. I ordered it off the menu, so it was one of their specialty Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. It was really got a specialty uh, one. What did you get? I got, uh, I forget this every time because I always go in there and request, and I ask them for the recommendation. And every time I've asked the recommendation, it's yeah. been the same thing, but I've been drunk, so I can't remember what they said. I get, and it turns out it's called the Brooklynite Dog, which is cheese, grilled onions, pickles, tomatoes, crumbled kettle chips, hmm. parsley, and spicy mayo. Hmm. It's delicious. It's just really good. Yeah. The crumbled chips on there. Never would have thought of that, but it adds a weird extra texture to it. A little crunch. I could do it without the parsley, but I could always do it without parsley. I don't want parsley anything ever. It sounds good. It sounds tasty. I mean, from the list of ingredients, you would say that's a good late night snack. Right. You know? they, they label it here on Seamless as spicy. It's not very spicy, despite the spicy mayo. It's, right. it's fine. It's 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 flavorful. I'd say. Let's 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 touch on this too. How much does that hot dog cost? Uh, on Seamless, it's six fifty. I don't remember that's the exact thing. That's a, that's the same general ballpark. I'd yeah. say I remember paying five to seven dollars, whatever I had there, yeah. which a little bit too expensive for a hot dog. It's a little again steep. predator. I mean, you you leave a bar and you say, "Oh, hot right. dog six dollars. Who cares?" You know? Yeah, you're compromised. And it's also you know, it's it's good for late night snack if you're leaving a bar. You want yeah. you're good with on a hot dog, but if you if you want an actual lunch, I think you need two hot dogs. Yeah, I could easily eat two or even three hot dogs comfortably. And so when you this is this is by the way a similar issue to expensive tacos. You know, yes, I think it's similar. If you sell in a taco for five dollars, well, I have to spend fifteen dollars just to get a decent a decent sure. bite to eat. And you're you at know? twenty by the time you get drinks and tips and everything. Right. And so days. if you're selling a hot dog for seven dollars, mm-hmm. say, you know. One hot dog might not be enough to fill you up. So are you going to spend $14 and, and somebody says, what would you have for dinner? I had $14 worth of hot dogs. You yeah. Know? It's, it's embarrassing. Not, it's embarrassing because you can go buy like a packet of like 14 hot dogs right. for like, I don't know, $4 or yeah. something. And you can make those and yeah. you, know, and you, you don't even need anything to make. You can get a pan, you can right. get a bowl of some water. I do, remember, I do remember this also. It's a it's a very small place. No, and so yeah. on one level, I res- you have to respect the hustle of somebody opening a restaurant mm-hmm. in that space. On the other hand, I don't think they have an oven with fire or a grill, I should say. I think they have more of a hot plate situation or a George Foreman grill type situation. It does take a while to get... Whatever I got, you know, I've also got a chili cheese dog there before, right. and I got some sort of like Chicago type dog there. And it's always taken. You think that you know they just have a bunch of right. stuff ready to go, right? And it's not. It takes it takes them maybe ten minutes for a yeah. hot dog, which is not outrageous, but right. it is like it's. It and makes I you think, think. I think if my memory serves me correctly, and I don't want again, I don't want to get fact checked on this. Sure. But I think the root of that issue is that they don't have a grill. 
they don't have a grill as you would think of grilling hot dogs right. on, in the backyard. They have <laughs> like more of a plug-in hot plate. Situation. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the dog. They also, I mean, they also have a variety of different hot dogs. They have the tofu, whatever the the vegetarian uh-huh. ones are. They have like sausage ones. I don't know mm-hmm. if those are. They have like regular hot dogs and maybe even another kind. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know if they're grilled off site. If they're grilled if they're heated up there somehow if they're, they're grilled oil, maybe they just have like a pan they fry it on well you know you can purchase an electric grill that you yeah. plug into the wall and right. it slides like a clamshell and and you know like a george foreman grill yeah it heats up you know and so in that sense it's grilled but it's not grilled on a flame it's not grilled on no, an open flame. You're, you're right there, there's no there's no it's not like you go to a yeah, there's not there's not a right. big gas operation there going on. Right, I, I or even if right, even if you go to like Nathan's at Coney Island, they have a huge mm-hmm. metal, right? You know, heated metal plate that has a hundred hot dogs. Right, right. It's not I, that kind of thing. I think you're right. I, I think it's not, and I I, I kind of like the smallness of it though. I think that the hot dogs that I've yeah. had there have not lacked for flavor from being prepared in maybe right. an an orthodox hot dog prepared style, but. Uh, the the big thing though for me there is there's not really seating so if you go in there and it's late at night and there's eight or yeah. nine other drunk idiots already in there right. it's kind of crowded yeah there's a nice bench outside where you can sit there is a bench and I think there might be one table in there there's a single table in there. I think you can get a cell ray soda you know I don't but I, we can talk about this at length another time but I don't like fancy sodas I don't want just like a standard one right you okay <laughs> but you could get one someone could get one the, they don't have the, sides they don't have good sides so that's another thing that if you want to get yeah I. You know, if you want to splurge and have chili cheese fries, a chili yeah. cheese dog and then fries, that's an entire meal. But right. there you can only pretty much get two right. hot dogs. They face a dilemma because the normal selling points of a hot dog place mm-hmm. are speed, low price, right. and maybe a place to sit and eat it. And they don't necessarily have any of those. Right. But they still serve tasty food. The hot dogs are delicious. Right. And they're, and they're as I said... You have to respect their hustle when you see the space that they're operating. Right. You say, "Wow, I, you know, I respect the fact that somebody had the verve or nerve to open a restaurant in this space." I do admire it, and I will say this: even though it's slightly predatory to have a, you know, they're 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 preying on the drunk people eating. Mm-hmm. I never really regretted having one. You know, I've always been sad. I've always said yeah. that was delicious. So I ate it, and the next morning I woke up, and you know, I, I maybe less hungover and, right. and maybe less eager to have breakfast because. Immediately before going to bed, I had a giant greasy hot dog, so yeah. it was satisfying. Maybe you don't even have a memory of it, so how could you regret it? I remember bits and pieces of being there. I don't remember the entire thing, but I remember most of it. Yeah. So I, I recommend it. I say go there. I'd say, yeah. you know, you, you give it a two. I give the hot dogs two and a half, maybe right. 2.75, depending. I would still give it the Food on Franklin seal of approval because yeah. I would I would support it as a local business that puts out a tasty product, even if they put it out somewhat slowly and at a high price. I agree. I, I would give them the sticker, you know, the seal of excellence from yeah. Franklin, FOF. Where at some point, maybe we'll get some uh, certificates made that we can uh, distribute up and down. Franklin. That'd be nice. I think, you know, we could, we could you know, there's a few places I think have definitely earned yeah. it. Distribute or sell or reach some sort of agreement, but we'll, we'll get into that. Well, we, we haven't really, we've been in talks with people about merchandise and stuff yeah. and things have, you know, it's been a busy year. This week's been kind of chaotic, but, you know, we, we, we're, we're optimistic in that a lot of, you know, stickers and maybe hats. Yeah. Uh, Moving on, so we've got moving on to your your favorite food, something that you've written at length about yeah. in your, your your career, and you've maybe something right. you've written about the most, and certainly one of the things that you're probably most passionate about. Yeah, the, and I'll let you kind of introduce yeah. this. It's pie. The topic is pie. The topic is pie. The, the this this the reason it's a topic on today's show, even though there's not a 
pie restaurant on Franklin Avenue is because at some point we were having a conversation mm-hmm. about pie and, and it was, it was maybe a text conversation. Uh, I don't, I don't, you know, I think we've, know, had, we've had several because you like to, well, I talk about pie, talk a, about lot. pie a lot. I yeah. talk about pie a lot because it's to me, pie is probably the best one food, you know, where you play that game where you say, if you were stuck on a desert island, you can only have one right. food. What would it be? And I would choose pie. Choose pie in a second. I, I would choose like a breakfast sandwich. I think so. There's a variety of different stuff you'd add to that. Right. But, but imagine you pie. You can have any. You can have any number of different fillings. Well, I think so. you and I both agree that eggs are sort of the perfect food. So it's tough to top to top that. Eggs are good, but you well, know pie. You know well, a quiche to, is also a pie that's, that's made with. That's eggs. kind of a loophole. I didn't think so. about that. Uh, but we're getting distracted. So, so pie. I'll explain my, my view on pie. Yeah. I'm not I'm not a big pie fan. I think it's fine. And growing up, you know, I wasn't a huge dessert fan, but I always thought pie was a little bit too decadent, a little bit too rich, or mm. too much. But something about it, and like, like you know, give me like a good scoop of like vanilla ice cream, <laughs> like a chocolate chip cookie, right? Maybe a brownie. That's all I really wanted. American, you're sort of a hot dog, vanilla ice cream, chocolate chip. It's very you're a very all American guy. I think so. I mean, I grew up here. Um, you know, I'm, I'm used to those things, but I, you know. American's apple pie. Right. Apple pie to me, you said right. you go to apple pie, it's, it's eh. Like if someone had it, I, I would have a bite. If someone made it for me, I'd eat, a, I'd eat this slice, be polite with their home. But I've never once bought pie on my own. I've never, right. I've never ordered it as a dessert for my first choice. I mean, my, another, you know, another thing that I think is great about pie is that you could eat it, you could eat some apple pie and right. it's not even unhealthy because what is it? It's fruit and well, then it just has a crust. It's like, it's not that different from r- regular food. Well, yeah. I, believe it or not, I've made a pie before, and the crust is not very healthy, which is unfortunate. There's, the crust is like sugar and butter and like flour. I don't remember what was in it, but it was all stuff that's not really good for you. I mean, it's probably not any worse than bread, you know? So if well, you would eat a sandwich, I don't think that eating a pie is that much worse, you know? It might have a little extra sugar, but if you're if you're making a pie at home, make most, it with most a little bread less sugar. Most bread doesn't have a lot of butter in it. It doesn't have like egg yolks. I don't, really know, I don't remember where it goes on there, but here, I'll show you a picture of the pies I made. Okay. How, how do you rank those pies? For the for the readers at home, I'm seeing uh, two pumpkin pies. Mm-hmm. Look pretty, you know. I, I've 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 made a pumpkin pie also. Sure. Pretty standard issue, you know. Right. You mix it up and then you pour it in. You put it in. And put it in the oven. Put it in the oven. Yeah. As you know, I think I think uh, you know bean pie is a good uh, alternative to pumpkin pie if you're looking for, if you're looking to shake up the normal recipes. You Have know? you ever had bean pie? I, I agree bean pie is, I think, tasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you, have you ever had it as an actual real substitute for pumpkin pie at, say, Thanksgiving? Yeah, or some sort of, absolutely. Really? And, you know, I like to introduce people to bean pie. A lot of people haven't tried bean pie. Right. Do you I make the bean pie or do you get it? I think it's, I don't make bean pie personally, but, you know, there's a lot of places here in Brooklyn right. and convenient. There, by the way, there's a, a bakery, not on Franklin, but near Franklin. on Fulton right. called Abu's. Great place. Delicious pies, including bean pies. You can buy Abu's pies yeah. at the, uh, the the corner store on right. I believe Dean and Franklin. Several, they actually, multiple, multiple bodegas ones. on Franklin sell the mini pies. They have the mini pies. Yeah, yeah. you go and they get the mini pies. Um, if you're not sure you want to commit to a full pie, try the mini pie. Or if you're just one person with a little dessert, eat a little mini pie. Yeah. 
Me, if I bought a full-size pie, I can't really buy pies because if I bought a full-size pie, thing. I'll eat the whole pie. You're, you're like a pretty – you pride yourself in, you know, fitness, nutrition, you know, something that you're you're aware of, you know, you know, generally what you're eating is healthy or not. Would you say that pie is the one food you can't really control yourself around or is there – do you have other things that you have – I wouldn't say it's with? the one food, you know. I think uh, I think one redeeming thing about working out is then you can you can eat a whole pie if you want to eat a whole pie, right? Yes, that's true. Why not? Or, uh, you know, a whole – a platter of nachos how many pies do you say you have per month well again like i try to make a point of not buying pie because right. i know i'll eat the whole pie i probably have one pie per month one pie per know? month but if i bought a pie every time i went to the grocery store i would eat mm, 20 pies a month what can you, can you remember the best pie you ever had is there like a clear vision when you think back and all the pies you've had the one that stands out it's really hard you know any of you who are uh from florida might have heard of a place called Village Inn. I have it's, not heard of a Village Inn, but I'm not a, from Florida. It's a chain, and it's a little bit like, uh, you know, sort of like a little upscale Denny's type place, but their specialty is pie. So okay. they have a whole menu of pies. And you can order, you know, it's a, in, in, in high school we would go there because it's 24 hours. Mm -hmm. You can sit there and drink coffee and whatever, smoke cigarettes at that time. And you have, yeah. You need a piece of pie. Um, I guess the I guess the takeaway from this conversation is you don't like pie, but what what do you like better than pie? Cake? Well, well here's the thing, I'm not really a big cake fan either, but I would one hundred percent order a cake. It's like you go to a restaurant and they you know, they have like a fucking I don't know, some sort of uh I don't even know. They have cake and pie and some mm -hmm. third option. As long as that third option yeah. is not you no know, ice cream, I almost certainly choose the cake. So it'll probably be the delicious chocolate cake. But what uh, if it's over, a cannoli. I don't like cannolis. Not, I mean, if, right. it's fine. I'll try some, but it's, I don't like yeah. cannoli. I, would never, I don't think I've ever ordered a cannoli on purpose or not since the first time I tried one. Maybe I tried one. I was curious. You're but, one of those people who doesn't really like dessert. Is that fair to say? I like, you know, I, the, recently I started working at a place, seven or eight months ago I worked at a place at a vending machine, and in that vending machine they had peanut M&Ms. Mm -hmm. And I used to have lunch, and every day after lunch I would have half a bag of peanut M&Ms, and mm -hmm. I'd do that half away so I wouldn't eat them. I get kind of addicted to having that sort of sweetness after I have my lunch. Mm. But aside from that, no, I'm never really, I'm never, it's not, I'm not like someone who eats a meal and thinks, right. wow, I'm, I need to have dessert. I don't, I never, I never like something's missing from the, if I have a right. delicious meal of any, any kind, tacos, burgers, steak, spaghetti, whatever it is, right. afterwards, I don't feel, I wish this is not complete. When it comes to dessert, you're sort of like the, the culinary equivalent of like somebody who's in prison mm -hmm. and all they eat is when they have a visit, somebody will buy them something from the vending machine. Right. So it's like a honey bun. Or something like that, and they're like, "Oh, honey bun is the greatest thing." Or like a can of tuna. That's that's kind of it's, yeah. It's it's kind it's kind of like being in prison, but it's I guess I, like I don't want to leave. I guess because I'm I'm content being where I am. Right. It's, you know, if it's someone maybe yeah. I'm, like, I'm someone who's been in jail for so long. Yeah. I don't know what the real world's like anymore. So I feel safe staying in there and having my yeah. you know, prepackaged goods brought to me there, sweet. Yeah, this is just going to be a difference between us. I guess it's sort of the it's we're the black and white cookie of of uh food podcasters because yeah this I, is a this is a really important issue to me that we're never really going to see eye to eye no I, I think this would add sort of a dramatic you know edge to the show you know that we don't always agree on things yeah. i think i think that's good there's really a little know. bit of tension i i conduct myself pretty professionally during the podcast but there's always a level of underlying tension between mm -hmm. us because of because of the pie, of, the, my my analysis of some of your opinions would not be so polite but that's Right, I think we're we still friends. Keep things civil. We know yeah. things. We know children, and you know right. schools and, and things are listening to this, and we don't want to, you know, yeah, we don't want to be vulgar. We don't want to insult anyone. We respect yeah. most opinions, not all, but we respect most of them. I guess I would say, uh, 
if you see either of us out around town, mm-hmm. come up to us and let us know if you like pie or not. Yeah, and we'll I think keep so. a running tally, and on the next episode, we'll say sort of which way public opinion went. Right. You know. Have you ever? This is going back to one more thing. You, you one of your, uh, you wrote wide no orange pie once. Have you right. actually had an orange pie since then? So that's probably if you know if you were to I, die I, today. I know. made an orange pie actually. After I that. personally made an orange pie. Yeah, and the the way I made it was, you know, I'm not the world's greatest uh, cook, but you know, if you could, you know. Key lime pie is very easy to make because you make it with condensed milk mm-hmm. and some lime juice, basically, sure. and some eggs. So I made an orange pie like that, but I used orange juice instead of key lime. And I thought it was pretty good. Really? I thought it was pretty good. I also got a lot of different emails from people sending me recipes for orange pie and mm-hmm. even sending me pictures of orange pie. And even to this day, I get emails from people telling me that they ate an orange pie. So, do you think are you comfortable with your legacy being someone that brought the issue of the lack of orange pie? I hope that that's my legacy. I think it very well could be. I hope that when it's all said and done, that's what I leave behind because that's something that people can really appreciate going forward. I I think you know, in addition to this podcast, will probably be best known for that, and you know, yeah, and that's it. I guess I don't know. Those are those are primarily what I what I want people to think of. If I ever if I ever get a Wikipedia page one day. That would be sort of a point A and point B. Right. Is there someone in the world who didn't invent something that made it famous? I'm trying to think of someone like when you think of a product, like oh that person did it, but they didn't actually invent it. They just brought it to the to the world. And how Michael Jordan made basketball. Things. Yeah, you kind of even Michael Jordan you know, of orange pie, I guess, or like people the didn't, uh, people didn't talk about basketball, you know, and then right. along comes this guy, and all of a sudden everybody in the world knows about basketball. You're kind so. of like him, yeah. You'll you'll transform. You you you. Right. I mean, arguably you've already done it. I hope. I mean, it's it's my career is still ongoing, but fingers crossed. You're still yeah, you're still, yeah. You're still kind of at the peak of your game. You haven't you, you know, you're not in the wizard's phase of your orange pie game yet. So, yeah. You know. If people would like to send orange pies uh, to me and Taylor, you can do that. Email Taylor, mm-hmm. and uh, he'll send you the proper yeah. address. TC Berman at gmail dot com, and right. we'll we'll go from there once you send me the uh, your recipes or your if you have an actual pie you've made, whatever. Yeah. We don't pay shipping, but uh, we'll, we'll definitely we'll, we'll give, give you a shout-out. We'll give you a shout-out. Yeah. Um, speaking of shout-outs, shout Spin.com. Great Spin.com, magazine. a very dynamic and uh, vibrant media outlet. Legendary that, publication. Yeah, it's it's fair to say it's legendary. Shout-out to Spin.com. Uh, we're, we're happy to be uh, partners. We're, yeah, partners with Spin.com, a good, a good website. Right. So moving on, I guess we'll go to the, the third and final segment, which is, I guess, this is this is the thing that's, well, I don't know if it varies that much more than our pie discussion, but it is sort of a, uh, it's not a restaurant, it's not even a particular food item, it's more of a, it's an advice thing I realized recently, and this is, we're visiting a restaurant we've already discussed at, mm-hmm. uh, discussed at length, uh, Roscoe's. Right. When's the last time you were there? It's been, it's been some months, but mm-hmm. very high quality pizza place. Good pizza and, place. And uh, you say that you have some thoughts. Well, the, my one qualm with them, aside from them being a little bit pricier than they probably should be, the pizza there costs like twenty five dollars, which is yeah. crazy. Um, they used to have a sixteen dollars cheese cheesesteak, but that's no longer on the the, the menu. I think mm-hmm. it was like no one bought it. But you guys have the pizza there. The biggest problem: the flavor is delicious. The ingredients all seem very good. Is that the the bottom, the the part of the the slice that gets skinnier towards the bottom, the the bottom part of the triangle. Often very soggy. Even if you get it mm. reheated, yeah. you have to ask for it extra crispy and say almost burn it. Right. 
And that's my tip. You go there and say, give it me extra crispy. Make it, make it extra hot. Yeah. Game changer. I, I now go there, I'd say 40% more often really? after I really could do this. Really? And it really, you, you can pick it up without it flopping. Everything right. about it's better. The front is not flopping and dripping grease down the front of your shirt. It's very it's very crispy now and it's delicious. And It's a great tip. It was the only weak spot in the restaurant now for me has been solved. Um, I still get them for delivery because delivery takes a long time. Yeah. But if you want to, if you want to get a slice of close of the pizza, that was it. Extra crispy, extra yeah. hot, whatever you want to say. I think they'll get the gist. I'm not sure if there's an official term. I don't know that for. Interesting. What... I'll say as someone who worked in a pizza restaurant mm-hmm. and and made many pizzas in my time, you know, distribution of cheese is a. It's a it's an important issue when you're making the pizza because, too much cheese in the center, like you said, it's gonna it's gonna congregate right. that, oil and soak through. You right. Know, and that's going to be the least cooked part of the crust, regardless. Of. You know, I also worked at a pizza place, but I was a delivery guy, so I didn't actually see. I made one pizza they told me to make it, and I threw the dough up, and it's mm. it was very hard because I only did the one time. The pizza turned out didn't look great, tasted fine. Besides the point, I've examined Rosso's pizza. I'm not sure what the one thing is that makes the middle of the pizza kind of soggy because it's yeah. still the thin. You think you know it's, it's not like a Domino's right. or Mellow Mushroom style thickness. It's like a yeah. it's like a thin New York traditional New York slice, and yet it's still not very crispy in the bottom. Well, if you think about the physics of a pizza oven, the heat is coming in not just from the bottom of the pizza; it's coming oh, in from the sides, coming from the top, and the the you know the edge where the crust is is getting the heat from the side and from the bottom. Whereas in the very middle of the pizza, it's only getting the heat from the bottom, not so much from the side. So I think that's that's probably why it's maybe not as as crisply cooked. But you go to like another like you go to like Antonio's Pizza on. Flatbush, same size pizza, same basic thing. It's crispy. It's fine. You can you can hold it up, and there's no there's no there's no sag or anything. And yet, Roscoe is really really a superlative slice spot. You know, their pizza is, is well above average, in my opinion. I think you like it more than that. I think it's pretty good. But I, I you know if I had to choose, I, I'll 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 put it near where you rank it now that I've yeah. taught myself this trick, and hopefully others will as well. Right. But my other complaint there is too is they don't have normal hot sauce. They have they've kind of Co-opted what um, Barbacino's does is they have the oil that's like right. spicy. Right. It's fine, but it's not as good as regular hot sauce. And also right. the bottle gets greasy and it makes it kind of, mm. you get, end up with spicy oil over your hand. It's just yeah. a, a kind of a pain. Have you have you spoken to management about this? No, it's just something that I try to avoid. Sometimes, sometimes I'll pick it up with a napkin. I'll, right. I'll look like I have OCD or something or that I'm concerned about right. you know, whatever. And so you're pork. saying if you had some good old-fashioned Louisiana red yeah, I like Frank's hot sauce or Texas Pete's or you know whatever. Not not Tabasco, but some one another option right. would be good if you want to if you want to add hot sauce. Right. I understand the purists who wouldn't want to do that or would want to keep it the pepper flakes. But I'm saying if you're having one, why hasn't it makes it even greasier? Unless right. you're at a place like Barbacino's that has like, I agree a special you. thing, you know. Yeah, I agree with you on this. I like hot sauce on pizza. I think mm-hmm. it really adds a lot, especially to the crust area of the mm-hmm. pizza. Yeah, you, you can know? dip it in some some hot sauce. Adds a little, yeah, add a little, yeah. And uh, not a big fan of the red pepper flakes myself. I don't like those at all. Well, you know, it's possible that um, the management of Roscoe's will hear this podcast because mm-hmm. we are pretty uh, – the, the the restaurants on Franklin are close listeners I've from heard, what I've heard. I've heard this too. I've heard from uh, someone who works at one who told me that the people that worked at this particular restaurant listened to them all and got to mm-hmm. get the kick out of them. I don't know if he's lying to me or if he was just saying that to be polite or, you know, try to – I'm almost, I'm almost positive that's true, and that's also why, you know, I don't personally associate with 
anybody who owns a restaurant on Franklin Avenue because keep it, my integrity right. comes first. You know? Have you ever seen like a food documentary or, or sort of an interview with a food reviewer for paper where they wear disguises? You know, they wear like a clown yeah. mask or something. The or reviewer, they'll wear uh, the, they the, the reviewer from the New York Times. And, right. Yeah. And then they'll keep a picture of them up in the kitchen. We're almost at that level, I think, you know, where we might get recognized, which I always think yeah. when I go to place. Every time I go to place, I think, mm-hmm. oh, they treat me differently because I'm Right. celebrity do they they recognize my voice have they googled me I think yeah it's probably you know it's 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 likely and you know that's not what we're looking for that's not why we got into this i mean uh no we're just we're regular people like right. everybody else and we want to be you know we want to be treated the same as everybody else i don't i don't want i don't want you know paparazzi everywhere i go i don't want food i don't need photographed i i want to be heard and I, I think that our suggestions are good and i think that if people don't account to what we think we're the, we're the people we yeah we we eat in here a lot I mean, um, you've helped people on today's podcast. I, I hope so. I, I, I think the pizza tip is it's one of my better tips, and I, I, maybe everyone knows this. Other people have. They've already pizzas on their own. If they have, you know, shame on them for not sharing it more widely. But we have the we yeah. have the, the platform to reach yeah. a large audience. I thought it was I thought it was sort of my duty to do this. It's on us to uh, do good. Yeah. Let me see if I can think of a good tip about pie to share with people also, because now I feel like you've sort of you've done some service journalism. Mm-hmm. In the course of this podcast, and I'm just sort of like this selfish yeah, I've, I've asshole who likes pie, right? But I would say this: if you want to eat a pie, mm-hmm. let's say that all you wanted to eat was pie, mm-hmm. right? Switch it up each day, so don't just eat apple pie. pie every day, chocolate pie, right? Which is probably unhealthy. One day, eat a quiche. Right. Because a quiche is technically a pie, and at the same time, it's it's a savory dish and a and a healthy dish with some protein. Would you eat pie every day if you could? Yes. If you, if you had a personal chef, would, would, would one of your orders to that? If if you be, would yeah. you say please have a, a pie of a different yeah. type ready for me? I mean, every not day? to not to give away my ideas, but I've considered going on a pie diet for a week, you know, and and write a sort of personal my my personal journey on the you pie should, diet. It, what, I think do you think you would die if you ate only pie for a year? No, because I think pie is, like I said, as long as you mix it up, mm-hmm. because the fillings are only limited by your own imagination, you know? What wouldn't you, if there, someone's like, I made a pie out of this, what, 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 what comes to mind? This I heard sort of somebody pie? say the other day, I forget what the context was, but somebody was like, conquered great pie. That sounds kind of good to me. I don't know. What's, what's the problem That's, with, what's a conquer? Conquer grapes like a jelly, right? They always say it's no, like. No, grapes, those grapes. Yeah, conquer grape grapes. jelly. I've only seen it in that context. Like, but I mean, they're. They're real grapes, right? But what um, makes it different from a normal grape? It's just a variety of grape. So you don't think grape pie would be good? I never had a grape pie, and I just don't think grapes would translate that well into a baked pie. Do you like uh, regular grapes? Yeah. But this is this is similar to orange pie in that it's a it's a really high-profile fruit that mm-hmm. you don't see pies of. Have you ever had a grape pie? Do you think it's because both oranges and grapes are juicier than like apples or pears, and that's part of the problem? I think there's a consistency issue... You know, I mean, grapes, you think about the consistency of a grape. How are you really going to work that into a pie? I mean, it's a... It'd, be, it'd basically be baking a raisin because it would dry out, I think, right? It's all, yeah, it's all, it would be all gooey or... I don't even know what would happen if you put grapes in a pie. I mean, I can't even... It's it's too crazy. Yeah, it is tough to imagine what happens if you... I mean, yeah, I don't know. I've never, you know, I, I'd heard of orange pie after you were things on it and some of the feedback you've gotten. But I've never even heard of a... a Great pie being mentioned, which is strange because you think 
Yeah. Does other every other fruit pear pie yeah. maybe? I don't know. I mean, it's it's possibly the final frontier of fruit pies because it, it is exciting to think that there are like unexplored pies that, that there are like. Yeah, I mean, orange pies really, really. It's like the know, Mars came on after after they got so high profile. But who's the guy that's sending people to Mars? Uh, who wants Elon to? Elon Musk. You're kind of like the Elon Musk of um, orange pie. I, you know, I have no doubt that there's. There's some home chefs right now who are rushing into the kitchen to devise a, a, a great pie, and you know I'm I'm a skeptic. Mm-hmm. Orange pie, I felt like this should exist, mm-hmm. but grape pie, I don't I don't really believe that it would be good. I, I, but, I think it's, it's it's I hope there's a young pie chef out there, someone who's in high school who hears what you're saying, yeah. takes it as a challenge, and one day yeah. creates a, a great pie that you will say, "Holy shit, I was wrong." Please prove me wrong. Yeah. take it as inspiration. On that note, I guess maybe I think we can wrap it up now. I think we've covered all the we everything we have. Up. Unless you have anything else to add, or is there something we missed? No, I think we can wrap it up. Uh, like we said at the at the top of the show, there is a sort of lost episode of Food on Franklin that's mm-hmm. probably recorded. That that we'll one day will something to look forward to for the right. hardcore fans out there. I honestly don't remember what we talked about in the first half. But I know that we we in the first half we talked about a certain thing that was supposed to happen in the second right. half that hasn't happened yet. Right. When it does happen, it will be well worth everyone's time, and you'll understand why we had to wait. Right. Uh, it's, and you'll, it's above and beyond anything we've done before. I'll it, say that. it will be our biggest episode so far. I'm, that, yeah. I'm confident of that. Uh, On that note, uh, thank, thanks again for listening to Food and Franklin. Yeah, thank you. And uh, any uh, requests or pies, get in touch with Taylor. Send me an email, tcberman at gmail.com. All right. All right.